you got a dog. Come on, Cubby. It's dangerous. Cubby, you can't be here. It's it's not safe for you. Come on, just outside. We'll let you back in in a second. Cubby, drop it. You have it? Everyone stinks but the dolphins. The NFL and NFL walked in lockstep once more as one team continues to separate from the pack with blistering speed and toxic swagger. Elsewhere, chaos reigns as injuries stack up, rosters fall in and out of form, and the stage is set for what could be an electric second half to this season. On this episode, we discuss the state of the Norwich Cinematic Universe and catch back up on league events. This is Don't Fear the Keeper. And we are back. As you just heard Colin say, this is Don't Fear the Keeper. I am Diesel, joined, as you would uh, come to expect, by Colin. Colin, welcome to the program. Hi, John. Welcome to be back for the culmination of this trilogy. Yeah. We are obligated to say could have ended early. It it could have been cut short. Uh, Charlie did offer to spare some of his precious time for this week, um, you know, in service of the, of the minions that, that scramble beneath him mm-hmm. on a daily basis, on a weekly basis. So he did want everyone to know that, that he did yeah. make himself available. And we, we turn him down because you we know did. what? The, uh, the train of progress waits for no man. That um, is true. It's possible that Charlie has been left behind. Um, actually on that topic, Colin, and I haven't passed this along to you yet. He did say that he will be able to do all but one week, I think. Okay. Okay. Through like November or something like that. So essentially most of the regular season, um, whether that actually happens, we will see. Um, obviously that just gives you and I latitude to just do these whenever we feel like it too. And Charlie can just do the rest and that would be just perfect. Yeah, I mean, it definitely will be nice to, to get him back into the fold. Uh, I'm sure the people are are clamoring to hear from their great leader um, a, a, as soon as possible, uh, as they do. But yeah, we're back again. And to be honest, kind of a, kind of a weird week. I, I felt like there's not a whole lot going on in in the league that's that was like groundbreaking uh, last week. Yeah. No, I unfortunately after the kind of upset that was last week, we we moved into really mostly chalk. I mean, there were definitely some upsets, but like nothing. There wasn't as much of a tectonic shift this week. Yeah, it. it I guess it felt like all of the upsets that we did have were among teams that are like in the middle class mm-hmm. like everyone just sort of shuffled it seems like the wins and losses are just getting shuffled around there's a lot of three and three a lot of two and four and four and two uh and just those kinds of teams swapping around there is however a bit of a situation forming on the margin <sighs> yeah uh, start with the bottom margin first uh in which you have written your name in ink yeah uh, at this point i i said in my notes that the tractor trailer has run out of diesel, and there is no station. We no, are, we're walking. We're, we're walking, walking from here. At this point. Which, speaking of which, I think the gas can just got picked up by the Rams, so maybe that's your lifeline. You yeah. can head there, hit that, hit that up on waivers. Honestly, I mean, I have number one waiver priority. I might as well you use can, it on something. You your pick of the admittedly deformed, Awful. malnourished litter. 
I literally don't think I'm going to put one in because there's uh, and my team's bad and I don't want any of these guys. It's terrible. It's really bad. So yeah. Uh yeah, you're struggling. Um, it's it's brutal and Colin is in the, the the bullet point that you included below your line. Is that me? I, I thought that was you. No, you did that. Okay. <laughs> I, do I, that. I I guess I did. This is the second week in a row where one of us put something in and went, was that you or me? I don't remember who did that. We're having um, a bit of a mind melt here. On, uh, yeah. Somehow Tyler Bass kicked four field goals slash he had four kicks and wound up at a just perfect. He couldn't have hit one of the field goals. That's, one of the field goals simply, would have made it so good. That's simply incredible. He missed both field goals. And made both extra points, which is really the only way that you can wind up <laughs> at zero. zero points. Yeah. So as a result, we now must do the obligatory ice. Um, okay. Gab, would you uh, record me while I do this? Because unfortunately, I do need to provide documentation. And I am sorry to ask this. I didn't do it last time. And Colin, I don't remember if I said this or if I meant to and didn't, but uh, I what I wound up doing was I tried to take a video and I just took a picture. So there's just one picture of me like Oh, we just get a still shot of you getting ready. Okay. Oh, yeah. Here we go. The boys. Yeah, this is um this is a low point in Gab and I's relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, move we'll move through. All right, uh, people. The ice is is being drunk. Um, you know, we had some pretty good steam on the first half. So far, there's been no no uh, hesitations. Oh, oh, we just had a mini uh, tilt, but we almost made it all the way through. That can't have been better. That wasn't that bad. I was impressed. Yeah, I was Colin, impressed. I feel like he did that okay. Yeah, I mean, I think it was fine. It was better was than last. Recent. I think it was better than last time. Sorry, let me put her on the uh, the headphone. I, I think it was better than last time. That's good. I, yeah, I didn't see the. Before. To be honest, you know, yeah. no one. We, it it remains to be seen what the time came in at, but um, yeah, Zach has started timing us all. Oh, and he has a um, because there's variation. Is there a time that was 30, 30 seconds? Well, that's probably the whole video. What was the yeah. chug time? <laughs> that's the issue. Um, oh gosh, I think it's definitely worse. Oh, probably I started 20. at 11. God damn it. Okay, probably so 20. yeah, pretty much 19 no, again. There was no improvement. You're the same yeah, man you were the week, a week ago. I mean, that's okay, honestly. But you didn't look like you were going to throw up, and I feel like... <laughs> that's good. Points. Yeah. All right, so bonus points for not looking like you're going to puke. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I really appreciate the vote of comments. All right, Gab, we'll see you back here uh, next week when he has another one. Yeah, Colin just said we'll he'll, we'll see you again when I have to do this again next week. Tongue <laughs> done by my own fiance. Okay. All right, so so great great content there, folks. Mm-hmm. Nice, always always good to get a little visual action in uh, during the audio audio. Completely video. audio. I, I mean, did my, I did do my best to commentate. Did um, you? <laughs> I, I I worry that it sounded like that Joe Buck Steelers interception where he and an intercepted by Palomalu. He'll run it back where he's like sounds so sad. He, he um, looks like he's just moved on. Yeah, uh, it may have been more like that, but 
you know, yeah. we got through it. Here's the thing. Anyone can weigh in on this. I think that due to my unique situation, and the same would be true of you or Charlie, it just makes more sense to do it on the podcast oh, rather yeah. than have it be like a video that gets sent. I nearly did it. When it we... didn't waste that much time anyway. Yeah. Um, right. Moving on to the brighter side of things, I guess, not for me necessarily, but no. um, what what am I supposed to do? Mike is just, it is he's really unstoppable. Does it make you feel better that Sakan and I were briefly discussing a trade last week and I decided that I wasn't going to start selling yet? Um, and Colin, you said you were like, I need to make a move against Mike here. Otherwise, it's uh, it's not going to happen. Does it make you feel better at least that no one on my team would have helped you beat Mike? I, I don't think anyone on any team could have helped me be, beat Mike. Mike's, yeah. He just has the best player at every position. and uh, Having Mostert at the flex is just absolutely ridiculous i mean it really has gotten to the point where if he doesn't score 175 it's surprise it's a surprise so it'll be interesting to see like if any of that changes but it, certainly for now i think mike is in rarefied air of being like i will not be picking against him ever no until I, until something very dramatic happens to his team even off week like, is a still 140 team. like <laughs> I mean, he's pre- the man is coming into weeks projected for 150. So obviously, uh, people hear plenty from Mike himself about how good his team is. We don't need to talk about it too much, but it does seem somewhat inevitable now. Yeah, yeah, he's giving um, it to me too, which I deserve because obviously Mike's been in the bottom for a while, and I have never been quiet about that fact. But yeah. it does feel it feels bad that <laughs> the tables have turned to this degree. And, and speaking of being at the bottom for a while. Are we sure Charlie doesn't just stink again? I maybe we punch He's this three ticket and three, too soon. So I want to do the obligatory because he'll bring it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, acknowledge that he has a better record than me. Um, that said, his team just does not seem like he picked six times in the first three rounds. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't uh, seem that way. It. Um... He, he lost. To, who did he lose to this week? He lost mm-hmm. to Paul. Yeah, who had Justin Fields get hurt midway through his game. And, and now, Paul is admittedly rallying a little bit. but A little. But nonetheless, he lost to Paul. Uh, Paul is starting Logan Thomas. Yeah. Paul is starting Justin Fields, which could mean absolutely anything in any given week. And Charlie, we do have to say, I think, uh, did have Debo Samuel go down after recording essentially no stats in the game. Yeah, and... and- Brock Purdy did turn into a pumpkin against the he Brown did. defense, a trade which I'm sure Charlie would make 100 times out of 100 oh, if given absolutely. the opportunity. So, you know, there's some silver linings for him. Uh, he has a big 3-3 three and three matchup coming up with uh, Comrade Thickness. This <laughs> so uh, it'll be interesting to see. I think maybe we can start to make a claim about Charlie either way once that happens, but it is just notable that once again – his team is failing to to leverage its talent for good use. It's just tough because obviously last year he was the only one in that position. Yep. Uh, he he was, th- there was no control that we could kind of hold against him. The fact that we now have Garrison who had not even as good Similar, of a position. It ended up yeah. working out for Gary because Zach got the number one overall pick. It um, did, but still... Gary just leveraged it a lot, a lot better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Gary's team's better than. Yeah. Better than Charlie's for sure. Um, 
And then the last thing is just Alex absolutely punting Ben. And, ah, geez. Uh, Alex now up to two and four. As he stated today, he is up now to fourth in points four. And somehow... Which is insane. Adam Thielen is just is just mossing people. Uh, and he's been able to... He's just been able to build somehow a competent roster. So... It kills me. Because here's... <laughs> Because obviously one of the few good things about being bad early in the season, like Alex was, like you were, like I, I still am, but the the fact that you can kind of capitalize on those random guys that like no one saw coming, but you can snatch them up on the waiver wire. I did not capitalize on that, and yet Alex like around me or just a pick ahead of me capitalized on it twice with Kyron Williams and Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen, yeah. It's, it's definitely worked out, and... Uh... Yeah, oh, oh Lordy coming. You know, that's kind of how it is with Alex. He I just, swear to God. He is the he is the the rounders hanging around, hanging around. <laughs> that's that's Alex. He's always just hanging around. Um all right. So that's enough from fantasy. Uh like I said, kind of a just a we're in the middle stage of the season here. Yeah. Do you want to just address Electric Browns game? horrible game from a Awful. from a play standpoint it does appear that the browns are in possession of the 85 bears defense <laughs> uh, which is great and the best part about it no deshaun which makes oh. it easily 20 times better that's nice and we'll see if the um if he gets over his bpd uh this week but yeah I, I'm not holding my breath. I, I think it, there's got to be something weird. It's like it's like the Kawhi thing. Yes, like, exactly. Like, I never really understand what is ha- going on when you have a guy that is cleared to play and doesn't do it. And part of me is like, maybe he just didn't like that he was sucking and everyone was going to tell him he sucked even more if he was playing hurt. But it is stocking to know that, you know, Baker played through that shoulder injury, looked yeah. horrible, and got traded because of it. Or got got, got traded and then cut and then yeah, got like... Deshaun because of it. And you know, it is it is just like, hey, be careful what you wish for. Well, um, there's also counterpoint. Is this just a? Is this going to be the thing that NFL owners constantly get to point to with fully guaranteed contracts, like? Because owners don't oh, want to yeah. give out fully I mean, he's guaranteed. The absolute, he's the absolute he's the poster worst, child. Worst possible thing that you could have if you want if you're pro guaranteed deals. Well, and also it's not even like because the playing poorly is one thing, <laughs> but like playing poorly and then him being able to sit on the sideline and be like, be like I'm eh. too hard to play, yeah. and you still have to pay him unless you can prove <laughs> somehow yeah. that there's something else going on. I totally think that it's a bad I think the one thing that is the saving grace is that it was such an aberration, even in the moment. Mm-hmm. And like, it's, we've still had quarterback, several very top tier quarterbacks go through the cycle, get the record breaking deals and not have it be fully guaranteed that it's like, I don't think this was going to stick anyway. Yeah. Uh, just because of that. I mean, maybe every other owner isn't as, as 
morally bankrupt <laughs> morally and mentally bankrupt as the Haslam's to to not realize that this is a ridiculous thing to do and then also not to realize that it's really stupid and cripples the team unless the dude's a superstar um uh, it will be so- really sad if we underperform for that defense because of that guy yeah um, but anyway no, absolutely. And it is, um, I, I do think that as a side thing, it's a very nice thing to have. Um, also, I apologize if you can hear the blender in the background as Gab makes dinner, but what it's, are we going to do? It's all, it's just a menagerie of sounds at your house at all times. <laughs> well, Nugget doesn't help. Um, but no, I think it is also nice. The, I think the best part about this past win is that PJ Walker is such an easy person to root for. Like the XFL come out of nowhere like man yeah. it would be like dtr was it was like good like rookie whatever and obviously he played like shit but like having pj walker win a game is just like man that's great that's just good for everybody i'm i'm very willing to to as you say root for pj walker although particular root for pj walker to hand the ball off as many times as possible mm-hmm. because and, yeah a lot he, of play tried action to the game on at least four occasions on that mm-hmm. final drive um and was just just happened to be unsuccessful um so yeah uh i well temper expectations i still think if it would be any longer term of an injury than than what it's been that we would have to sign someone competent anyway yeah speaking of backups yeah uh the giants nearly pull off an equally disgusting game uh against the browns and all i really wanted to say the bills all i really wanted to say is that i think it was notable to me visually how much more capable Terod was at navigating the non-existent pocket (laughs) i felt like he didn't play perfect obviously no like they botched the thing at the end of the half that was tough and um you know he hasn't started a game in a while the game management thing might be a little on the weak side but I felt like he was able to sort of move around, get up and out, and just do a lot more with that situation than Daniel has been able to. No, I agree. I think um, the big thing is that, I mean, Daniel Jones under pressure has looked, like, scared. Like, he has he has made the wrong decision when under pressure several times. Not even turnover-wise, but, like, Listen, you, you're getting sacked 11 times in a game. Like, obviously, that's on your offensive line. But a couple of those sacks have to be on you not getting the ball out of your you goddamn just, hand. I don't think he's a good quarterback for that situation. Like, you no. need a run around and do something. You need, like, a Kyler Murray mm-hmm. or... Jalen Hurts. Yeah, somebody uh, yeah. like that where even if they're not the best passer, they can at least, like, the out-of-structure thing is what they're good at. And I think that was yeah. sort of what I saw... That is what Tyrod. Also, are we in another pair. What what's what are we blending? Oh, we. <laughs> I actually don't know the kitchen. I don't know. No one obviously. Well, Zach and Brian have been here, so I am in this little desk area, and immediately on the other side of this half wall is um, the kitchen okay. where presumably all of the blending is happening. I can't see it, but I am we're there that's where it's occurring that's where it's occurring um and another parallel um between the uh the browns and uh giants game this was a weird fucking week for referees there were a lot of just like 
I don't know. I cannot remember another time when I've watched so many games where like the Mike Pereira guy comes on and goes like, they're stupid. Like they never do that. They're never like, they always play like the hedge of like, well, I can see where they're coming from. I don't know that I'd call it that way. This is the only time I can remember that like six times throughout the weekend, the guy came on and was like, that was the worst call I've ever seen in my yeah, life. Like I, specifically in the Giants game, there was that illegal contact uh, or the illegal, illegal man down, ineligible man downfield. That ineligible was man. There was roughing the passer where they were essentially like, they were like, he's out of the pocket. The ball's in his hands when it starts yeah. to get touched. Like, yeah, there's no reason. For I noticed that. on Monday Night Football, they brought up, he was like, well, he, he got two steps. Yeah, like, which, what? in <laughs> what world the guy's running a four it's five like the, in like a the, straight line <laughs> it's like the travel rule in the nba it's like yeah you get two steps plus a gather uh so, you know <laughs> a gather if you like step with two feet at the same time that's still only one step and yeah, then you can keep okay. going anyway yeah it was a bit of a mess um that's kind of the recap like i said uh mm-hmm. some it was just a bad slate of games i think this week it, it gets better it was it was ugly um all right, so for our first segment, we're going to do something uh, a little bit different. Uh, we're going to get a little bit off topic, and hopefully you guys will enjoy our next segment, which we are calling the Fantasy Film Ball Draft. All right, and now we are going to welcome Brian to the podcast. Uh, Brian, how are we doing? Pretty good. Just got finished with a four-day weekend, um, and then there were no kids at school today. It was a, one of those teachers-only days, so um, been well-rested lately, I guess. Wow. Okay, so we have a we have a well-rested Brian, and and a perfect time for it as we are going to do a segment that should very much be in his wheelhouse. Yeah. Um. So. As I said before the break, this segment is going to be called the uh, the Fantasy Film Ball Draft. And after this very second, no one will say the word film one again. That's going to be one of the rules. Um, I'm very this. much. Yeah. I actively avoid saying the term film instead of movie. But somehow exactly. people think that that's a thing that I do. I, I don't think it's a thing that you do. I'm just setting a ground rule. And yeah. I, I named the segment for its alliterative quality, um, mm-hmm. but we're, we're now never going to reference that again. So basically what this is going to be is this is a segment that I have shamelessly ripped off from another podcast. And essentially we're going to draft some, some movie based fantasy teams. Um, so we'll do, we'll, there's, we have three of us here. We're going to do a snake draft. Uh, there are seven positions that we are going to draft into, which you could call categories. And basically for each, each category, you have to pick a movie that, um, that falls into that category. And the rule is you, you can pick your category. You can pick your movie for that category in any order. So, uh, basically it, it introduces an element of strategy where you think the scarcity is, where you think, you know, you might get your favorite pick stolen and then whoever has the best roster at the end, will be the winner which which we will determine by a poll and uh maybe you feel like you don't care about the results of the poll uh because you got the movies you wanted but that's no a, one feels that's that terrible, way that's a terrible mentality um <laughs> we're here to win yeah, yeah we're all here to win uh the categories are going to be marty uh which for any 
I don't I don't know. The Ron okay, initiated. doesn't know. That means Martin Scorsese. <laughs> or Martin uh, Short. <laughs> Sports. Three plus hour runtime. Best picture winner. Hans Zimmer score. Horror. And flex. Flex can be anything. Um, as a flex can in uh in in our beloved game fantasy football. Actually, wait, I have a clarifying question here. Because can okay. flex be a um that i actually i should have asked like yesterday but can flex be any movie or is flex any movie that fits in the other six categories so so i left this i left this ambiguous because i i thought we could have a conversation about it uh obviously uh, you know a real if it was i think flex could be anything but if we want to make it like a fantasy football we could absolutely have it have to be among the list of the existing categories and i would be fine with doing that um, that's i i think that makes more us, sense. i suppose we could take a vote so yeah the, i Ryan, think, I think that it should be of the existing categories because that like kind of increases scarcity i agree and it makes it more fun like yes so yeah. I, I had i have one regret already uh okay. which is that i do believe that uh there's not enough scarcity. Like looking at the roster, I feel like all of us should have pretty stacked teams. It's kind of like we're picking in like a six-team super flex yeah. league where like, you know, the the last pick of the entire draft is like would be starting running back on every one on of our every, current teams. Yeah. Um I do feel like we have some of that. That being said, I did it this way because I a wasn't certain if Charlie was going to participate, and I wasn't sure about his uh, range of his range of knowledge or interest in certain of these categories. And also, I didn't want to be in like the game of like, okay, we're picking cabin themed horror category. <laughs> Pick three. Who's gonna get Cabin Fever four? Uh, <laughs> just, if it's just not me, I'm sequels. screwed. <laughs> so you know, I think there is a there is a balance uh, that you try to go for in terms of scarcity. That I think we're on the gluttonous side here, but yeah. we'll see how it goes. And if we if we have occasion to do another one, uh, we can do that. <laughs> yeah, we can yeah. guess and check at this. Yeah. Um, one small wrinkle, though, I did when I planned for this. I thought flex meant anything, so I did only write down three movies per category. So there might be a, a moment where I have to pause. I actually uh, had like five for each category because for I'm most scared. categories I had three to four, um, and uh, yeah, well, I think that that could definitely come up. And I guess one of the reasons why I wanted to do this one now, just just to to set the stage, is I kind of feel like weeks five through eight are sort of the doldrums of the fantasy season where yeah. um, there's really not as much drama. We sort of have an idea of the teams that are out there and there's no playoff race really yet um so i think it makes sense to do some dftk classic departures from the from the yeah. normal stuff that being said you know obviously we want to we want to avoid an nba power ranking situation so brian <laughs> how are we feeling um good this is much more of my wheelhouse than doing solo basketball rankings <laughs> I but, thought I thought someone was going to be with me, and Garrison just says, "Like I'm peacing out for this part." Garrison standing up and leaving the room while you did that is one of the funniest things I think he's ever done. Yeah, <laughs> monologuing you know, a podcast you is know, one of the we, most miserable things a man can do. We uh, 
Uh, that was a bootleg pod, and I'm definitely not on the A podcast team. I, I just like to come in as a guest for a segment, and that's it. Brian, you're, you're a reliever. You're a really, yeah. you're a high leverage reliever, but you and just they, you don't they, have the length. Yeah, yeah, they sent him out there for six innings, and it was just tough. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, John, how you feeling? How how you think this is gonna go? When you first proposed it, I was worried because you and Brian are definitely bigger movie buffs compared to me. But in going through uh, like all the different categories and trying to do a little prep, I actually felt like I had multiple movies. It, I was worried that it was going to be like I had one movie I felt strongly about it in every category. And if I didn't get it, I was just going to be like flailing my way through it. But I, I don't think that that's going to be the case. So yeah, I'm excited. And- and I think that is why I wanted to be on the conservative side of the scarcity pick because I was like, I wanted it to be all three of us could could participate. So yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, and I think I think either way it'll be interesting to see how people approach some of these categories, which I very much have put in conflict on purpose. Yeah, to make it so that there's some movies that we all really like that you can draft in a number of different categories, um, yeah. which I think makes it more interesting. So, all right, I think that I think the stage is set. We're ready to go. And to start, we are going to I'm going to spin a wheel to determine the order. Uh, yeah, Brian, I'm all in on the copying. So, yeah. um, I'm I was gonna hoping do that for now. the I, I was hoping I've for the first take as the guest. <laughs> yeah, a... we're not doing that. Shit. <laughs> yeah, no. So I think I think Brian's is yellow. Okay. Uh, so we're gonna I appear spin. to be red. Oh, it, the, the camera is not rendering. I was going to say, it's very laggy, so you're just going to have to take your word for it. The first pick is me, which I really didn't want. So you guys know that I'm telling the truth. Yeah. Um, all right, to see who goes at uh, second position, we have Brian. Brian's Ooh. in the sandwich. I get the turn. I, I think... I think is the worst place to draft. It is. Um, and John locked in at the turn. Wow. I was, I was, I mean, I prepared, but I was not prepared to go first. Uh, I am also the one episode of this, the podcast that Colin is ripping off um, that I listened to. It began exactly like this, where it's fantasy essentially like getting the first pick and being like, fuck, I'm not ready to pick want, first. I've, I, what I've learned is you don't want the first pick. It's yeah. not what you want. I mean, it, it, I, sometimes it goes well, but yeah. I didn't want to reveal where we got this ripped off just because we were going to get shit for it. Yeah. If they if they want to do the detective work required, comes then up very that's quickly. Fine. I really don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was my idea, not Brian's. So you guys can you know fuck off. There you go. And uh, all right. So first, I'm gonna draft under best picture the departed oh yeah taking one off the marty board too yeah the marty board's too deep had to thin it down that's fair so i'm taking the departed one overall uh i think everyone likes this movie (laughs) everyone's definitely seen it i think everyone likes it it's pretty it's pretty awesome and just one of the all-time great like uh a huge cast that's like there's no way this movie could be bad and then it's actually not bad it's actually fantastic a lot of the time it ends up being disappointing so i think i think that's why i like it 
I we don't need to do it. I don't think we need to do a ton of exposition on these, especially for the top picks. Everyone's familiar with the movies, but yeah, Departed number one overall. Yeah, I think that's fair. All right. Um. um okay. So for wait, Marty, is that you, you're putting it in in the Marty category? Colin. Oh, I, that was a mistake. No, that was a mistake. Good call. Keeping me keeping me honest. I got uh, it. If you're sharing the screen. Okay, so for Marty, I'm taking Goodfellas. Okay. Um, which is, um, for many reasons, probably my favorite movie, and it has been for a while. Got a lot of uh, memories with this, with the group, specifically Garrison. Brian um, loves when we watched it four garlic. times in one week, <laughs> and it's just a movie that's a banger every time you watch it. Yeah, it's awesome, and I I definitely would have been very shocked for Brian to leave this draft without it. it this it, is catastrophe would have to have struck. It it would have. It was it was the one movie that I like was like okay I have to get this one. Yeah, I agree. Which, I was con- I was concerned Colin was going to take it with the first pick. Uh, yeah, I I think for me I I actually just prefer the movie that I took and I wasn't in the mood to be that mean. So I, uh, <laughs> it ended up working out. <laughs> I agree with your pick, to be honest, Colin. I did have, I have The Departed second, but like, yeah, I, I like Goodfellas slightly more, personally. Okay. Uh, John, you have the turn. Um. Okay. So, number one, I'm going to get, I'm going to get Horror, and okay. I'm going to go with uh, Hereditary. All right. Yeah, that was on my list. Good pick. Yeah, yeah. good pick. That's one of the just, one of the probably the scariest horror movie I've ever seen. That is, I measure every scary movie scene against that scene when he wakes up and his mom is like crawling up along the wall, but he hasn't noticed it. But like, the viewer, it, it that's the scariest fucking thing I've ever seen. Yeah, and you get the head out the window, and it's just all it's all good fun. An all time zag in terms of movie promoting versus what the movie is actually about. Yeah, yeah, uh, um, great movie. Good, good horror movie definitely was my top choice yeah uh okay and then first pick of the second round i'm very conflicted i think i'm gonna stick with what my initial plan was before the the run on marty movies um happened i'm gonna go best picture and i'm gonna take everything everywhere all at once all right a little recency for john a little recency, yeah. but it is definitely outside of The Departed. It's the movie that I feel the most strongly about that is one best picture. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, it's time. really, really good. <laughs> yeah, um, I think a good choice. And when you do, when you do look back through the best picture winners, um, there's some good. There's obviously a lot of good movies left, but uh, that was yeah. one that I really liked. There are a lot of good movies that I haven't seen <laughs> in best pictures. In terms yeah, of scarcity sure. for me, that's that's up there. True. Um, okay. I am going to go. No, it's my turn. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're totally right. You're totally right. Um, so <laughs> in sports, which I think was the thinnest category for yeah, me, because there's like not a lot of like, like super great sports movies. I'm going to take Moneyball. Yeah. Which is. I was, yeah, that's why. That I was, was the other movie I was considering taking. <laughs> that's why I was yeah. trying to draft in front of Brian. <laughs> Yeah, so um, no explanation needed for Moneyball. It's just a fucking banger movie. It's a sweet movie. Um, yeah. Damn. 
Well, for me, all the other sports movies that I have listed are kind of like equally bad. So now I can kind of just punt the category. <laughs> yeah, you could just do no, that last. No, it's definitely like the best of those of that class of movies. Okay. That movie is um, one. The next on the list is four. Like there, that's yeah. it, there's a gap. I completely agree that, and I agree that that was one of the more top heavy categories. Yeah. Um. So probably maybe would. The thing is, and that was actually one of the reasons why I didn't want to go first overall is because, like, am yeah. I really going to show up and draft Moneyball number one of, like, all the movies that we have available? Every other movie, yeah. But then it was, like, I'm not going to – I may not be able to draft it sixth, and that ended up being the case. So, yeah. good pick. Uh, Thank you. For – I am going to now address, uh, address my Marty, and I'm going to go with uh, Wolf of Wall Street. I – kind of knew that this was going to happen <laughs> yeah uh this one this one worked for a large amount of categories uh yeah it was yeah. in it was in at least two right three hour um, runtime three plus yeah. oh three. Mind, yeah it was only two but yeah three yeah. flex, flex. <laughs> yeah. um yeah i mean obviously a lot of a lot of the marty category had overlap into the three hour runtime category yeah uh, but I have I have some other movies that I I can take down there, and I I definitely wanted Wolf of Wall Street, which is just absolutely hilarious, That's and a movie that movie. is a, a firm grow on me of like uh, starting out bad because the people that watched it were kids who unironically thought it was cool, and like yeah, uh, when we were in like seniors in high school, and then when I realized it was like a satire, the second time I watched it two years later, I was like, this is the best fucking thing I've ever seen. Um, yeah, I think I think this is maybe, in my opinion, one of one of, if not the funniest movie ever made. It's, it's incredible. It's so good. <laughs> so I obviously feel very good um, with that. Uh, and then for my three hour runtime, I'm going to take Titanic. Damn it. Yeah, I mean, I love that movie, which Again, another one you could have drafted in three different spots, maybe four. I don't know who did the score. Um, I don't and, think it was Corner. It's not Zimmer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so a little bit before Zimmer's time, but um, it is. Oh, I gave it to Brian too, which is not what I wanted. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I mean, Titanic is awesome. I just, it's just good fun. <laughs> I mean, it's it's that's such a good movie i hadn't seen that until we were living in the ranch and then we find because like i don't know it was just one of those movies that like was so ubiquitous that like i just never put in the effort to watch it i just assumed i would at some point and when i finally did i regretted it because it it's a really good movie and i wish it sooner john didn't trust big jim i did not trust big jim never underestimate big jim i think when when i threw that on i thought i was gonna get groans because like i liked that movie a lot and then like everyone just was into it yeah i mean titanic's great it's great uh you know one of the all-time painting scenes definitely on my (laughs) mount definitely on my mount rushmore of painting scenes oh yeah all-time car scenes yeah Uh, just um, good good movie (laughs) On my on my Mount Rushmore of movies that involve a precious gemstone. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. What what else is up there, Brian? <laughs> yeah, uncut gems. Okay, uncut so gems. Party of two. There's an Indiana um, Jones movie, I'm sure. Yeah, Crystal Skull, basically yeah. a gem. Um. Okay, so I've now picked in Marty 
three-hour runtime and best picture, and we go back over to Brian. Uh, table's yours. Um, I think for best picture winner, I'm going to take No Country for Old Men. That's a good yeah. one. <clears throat> Just a fantastic yeah, movie. I mean, um, this was, there's actually a lot of good movies, surprisingly, that have won Best Picture. Yeah, that's wild. Um, Shocking. And, um, I, a lot of was, bad movies, too, to be fair. Yeah, yeah there's, there's a lot of watch. actively bad movies that have won it, but this is probably one of the best movies of the 21st century. Yeah. Incredible performance by Javier Bardem as the villain, Anton Sugar, um, and the Coen bro- brothers are a top three director for me, so you know javier bardem as shakur may be the best villain in any movie he's just chilling it's it's quite possible he's just so terrifying especially in this one it's he's so fucking scary (laughs) um okay john has a double here i do have a double and i'm not 100 percent sure what i'm gonna do with it the first one i'll take I'm not sure if it would go off the board otherwise, but I want it, so I'll take it. I'm going to take um, Hans Zimmer score, and I'm taking Interstellar. I don't care, Brian. Yeah. It was going to happen anyway, but it also just helps that this is a fantastic Hans Zimmer score. It's Honestly, yeah. I don't even know if, if there's an argument that it's his coolest score. Like it's It, it makes the movie at a lot of points. I think it's between interstellar in dune for his best score the throat singing in dune is pretty fantastic i don't know if he did that but it's amazing <laughs> the, the man invented instruments for the dune score <laughs> that's fair <laughs> yeah i mean that's pretty sick um All right, go john. good pick and i think a, a pretty john pick it's i yeah my draft is so far shaping up to be less like objectively good and more just movies i like but i'll take it someone someone should go i think your draft is objectively good it's objectively pretty good how many of these things have we done like over the years where john has picked interstellar because this is at least the fifth on the pod i mean i don't know how many if he would have had five opportunities (laughs) i'd say three is a good guess yeah um okay then I need to. I'll do the only other sports movie that I feel kind of strongly about. I guess I'm. I'll do Coach Carter. Coach Carter. Anything you want to say about Coach Carter? I don't have a lot of Coach Carter thoughts. You don't have a lot of Coach Carter thoughts. I just yeah. I mean that's like the only. I mean I guess remember the Titans would be the other one, but like the um yeah it it's it's got one of the most iconic samuel l jackson performances that's not in a quentin tarantino movie i guess uh like it's it's just it's a very like well-rounded movie i guess that's that's where i, I mean go with that. i definitely i definitely liked it and like we said sports is pretty it's been after the for beginning so i would have been sad yeah if i had to go somewhere else uh, remember the titans is just a better movie than coach carter for the record it it absolutely is uh, I will not be picking it. Surprise. <laughs> uh, it is better. Um, so it's my turn. I think in, um, 
in three plus hours um just stay true to myself i'll take fellowship of the ring okay wow i was <laughs> i was kind of wondering if somehow the situation would arise for brian to take return of the king and best picture <laughs> That's, yeah, I honestly, I was going to take Return of the King, but then I was like, ah, that would just be a dick move to Brian because I was so sure you were going to take it there. Well, no Country is a better movie, but... No, no, I thought he was going to take yeah. it in three-hour runtime. Oh, in three-hour runtime. I mean, Fellowship, you see, yeah, so Brian, what what breaks down the... What what sets Fellowship apart from the other movies for you, for the trilogy? Um, I, I mean, I love them all, but... um. I think that Fellowship is more of a adventure movie. Um, it's like moving the whole time. Um, whereas like Return of the King takes a half hour to end. There's like, a lot like, of like... climbing a hill. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a good point. A lot, and, a lot of climbing a hill. <laughs> and and there's, I don't like, uh, I like when they're all together rather like the, like I love Lord of the Rings, but the Frodo and Sam stuff gets a little slow. The end stuff gets a little slow in the second movie. Yeah. Um. So, this this is the one where I think it's like from start to finish the best movie, and there's so much world world building, and yeah, it's just a banger. Yeah, abs absolutely. Um, it's good. I don't know that I would have picked it, but you know, I'm glad that you were <laughs> I, able to get. I was I was the only one that was gonna pick a Lord of the Rings movie. Um, I debated it. It's on my list. I am going to tap into the Hans Zimmer score, and I'm going to take True Ro Romance. <laughs> oh, I forgot that was a Hans Zimmer movie. I did not Wait. have that on my the, list. The entire reason that I devised this category uh, <laughs> was so that I could take True Romance uh, in some category. Um, so funny. Uh, Charlie's not here, but there's information about Sicilians that's very eye-opening. Charlie, uh, the most, it's probably just the most deranged Hans Zimmer score. And the Hans Zimmer score is absolutely crazy. It's like tropical Miranda, Maramba, <laughs> and the entire movie is like, or half the movie is it's set in Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> there's a there's Gary Oldman playing maybe the most cracked Gary Oldman part I think I've ever seen. This this movie is awesome. It's like Samuel L. Jackson's and, in it for thirty seconds, and then the movie is and that's saying a lot favorite. for Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman's played yeah, a I lot know. of weird parts. I know, crazy that's, person. That's competition. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and, yeah, basically, uh, just an absolute wild ride. And I think that's the only way, only movie that could have fit in here. That's like Quentin Tarantino, like adjacent yes i very specifically reserved quentin tarantino so that maybe if there was a future version of this uh that could be a category um and so yeah it was kind of a way to shoehorn one in although technically in horror there's ways that we could make it happen oh you absolutely um, could there's an argument to be made and now now actually i'm as i sort of am stalling before my next pick i'm starting to wonder whether or not i should change what i was going to do and i think oh, i can't do it back to back can i Come no on. i'm not picking it. um no in horror i'm going to take dead snow an absolute colin movie and that's a stock standard pick um uh, that I, I, 
I put that at the end of my list purely because I was like, I don't feel right that it would make sense for me to have this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, obviously, I think it's not the best horror movie ever made, but just an electric, an electric movie, and I, I wanted it next to me. Yeah. So, um, do you like Dead Snow one or Dead Snow two better? I mean, I think they're both good. In this, I think I, I think Dead Snow one is more purely what it is, and. Uh, and so I kind of that appreciate that. Like, I do, I do like that Dead Snow one is like a bunch of Norwegians just heading north. Uh, whereas Dead Snow two, they all have English accents. And, yeah, you know, it's done up. It's still Dead a very two, good movie, but it's a different vibe. Dead Snow two is kind of a comedy at that. Like Dead Snow one is definitely more of a campy horror, whereas yes. Dead Snow two is is a comedy. <laughs> I think Dead Snow two is just super good. It's it's just a different genre of movie almost yeah um but yeah all right brian happy to have it so brian it's back to you all right so i believe i have two categories left um uh, based on so, the shared screen you're correct um i think in horror i had a lot of options for this um i think i'm gonna take the whaling I have um, that on my list. Okay. Yeah. Like I would have picked, like, picked it. I watched it a couple of years ago, um, and because I know you guys had liked it for a long time, and it was like, it was just awesome, and it was like actual like creepy horror too, with like the like the all the like drama, like there's a, it's like a really good drama too. Similar to Hereditary, um, it's a movie that uh, I like think is it's horror scary and then it's also just makes you uneasy the entire time that you're yeah. watching you don't feel comfortable with what's happening um, and the twist really got me like twists can like when a twist is done really well like there it's awesome a lot of times like twists i feel like are overdone and not done well but that was mm -hmm. a really well done twist they really faked fake you out in it i actually have not seen this movie yet I'm, it, I, I'm gonna have to Korean, do it. So, oh, well, that that tracks. <laughs> yeah, it, the entire movie is in Korean. Uh, so right. you have to be willing to lock in for almost three hours of Korean horror drama, um, right. which I would I would recommend strongly. But uh, gotcha. Not a background movie. This is a this is a fully tuned in movie. Yes, it is a reading the subtitles movie. Yeah. Uh, so you can hear them talk about how evil the Japanese guy is, which is all <laughs> also very fun. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right, Brian, you have one. You have one category. Tell your flex. So, uh, oh no, it's me. Oh, I keep you, forgetting Brian isn't at. I want Brian to be at the turn so bad. Well, it's because so to to peel back the curtain. Yes, for the that group, is why. That is um, why. Colin has a spreadsheet, uh, and in it he has three columns, and it goes from left to right: Brian, Colin, John. Which is yeah. why Colin has routinely tried to do this out of order because he's attempted to do that order rather than the order. Yeah, I, I just have uh, I I made the table before we started and I just didn't uh -huh. change it, which was an av absolute blunder. But uh, <laughs> all right, John, yeah. you have two categories left. Thank you. I do, I do. Um, so now I'm gonna close out Marty here and I'm gonna take Shutter Island. Yep, that was actually considering taking that in um flex yeah that's kind of why i wanted to get that off the board there um 
Because, yeah, I was really about good. to say, I was like, I can kind of like not worry about the Marty movies now. But then I realized that, no, they, those are definitely available for flex picks. Also, another one back to back where I felt like the twist paid off. Yeah, no, absolutely. The um, twist. Also, I watched that movie years after it came out. And I somehow that was one of the ones that I did not know the twist going into it. Like, yeah, same. It was it was preserved for me. Um, I really solid. like it. It's it's uh, well, it's another one of those also movies that like everyone pointed to for Leo not winning an Oscar, and it was like how like come it's on. also just very un Marty Marty. It's, like, it's it kind is of the least Marty. I forgot he did that movie. from all his other movies. He actually had an interview that said, or where he said that if he could do it again, he wouldn't have done that movie. But I I think it's just an awesome movie. It's a phenomenal I think movie. It's really good. It's a phenomenal film. Um, and then oh, Nugget would the like to rule was broken, which means that Brian, you get to jump John. No, that's not actually, but John, you said film. Just so you oh, know. Oh God. What yeah. when did I say it? I didn't even think about you it. You said just you were you were just sort of stalling and filling words and you said I phenomenal was. film. Phenomenal film. Fuck. All right. Well, it happens. Uh, well, actually, I'm I actually now have that I have two movies or two movies left to pick, not one. Is that right? That is correct. Yes, because yes. one is your, yeah, one's the flex. You have oh, Zimmer okay, and flex. Okay. So I have, okay. I still have to fill in three hour runtime and flex. And I'm going to do the first flex here, actually. I'm going to take. Not taking, you're not going to go to three hour runtime. I'm not going to go to three hour runtime. First, okay. I do not, I have no fear that one of you is going to take the movie that I plan to take for three hour runtime. That's okay. Which I'm sure you were doesn't what I'm. I'm sure you were devastated when we restricted the flex to having to be contained that you couldn't pick Scott Pilgrim versus Scott Pilgrim. Which I'm versus sure was just at the top of your a movie. Colin way. nearly walked out. <laughs> Fucking hate that movie so much. Um, let's okay, right? Yeah. So I'm gonna take my flex. Um, I'm gonna do for a horror movie. I'm gonna do The Shining. I, I can't believe we're going to get four horror movies out. It is absolute spooker, spooky season. It really yeah. is. I There's another one that I'll discuss, obviously, during like um, the honorable mentions that I'm, I'm very close to taking, but I think The Shining is just... It, that's such a good fucking movie. Um, it's really good. And also, it felt like a crime to not somehow get Kubrick in here somewhere. Um, yeah. And this is the only place to do it. So, yeah, Shining. All right. Um, I'm gonna take in Hans. I'm gonna take the Dark Knight. Yeah. Um, it's not like th there are movies that Hans Zimmer did that I like better, or just one that I like better. It was between Dunkirk and mm. the Dark Knight for here, but I think that uh, you know, Dunkirk's more of a personal choice, and we're here to win. Brian's in it for the money that's i mean yeah but the dark knight is still probably top two or top three nolan for me it's like an awesome movie it's a good fucking film i did it again <laughs> fuck well i did not think it was gonna be me all right it's a good movie hey folks because the capitalist pigs at zencaster decided to charge us for their services the audio on the other account that we decided mm -hmm. to use cut out at this point which is why you can't hear me drafting dodgeball wow 
I did not think that's wow. Clearly, Brian and John are both surprised uh, by that choice. Um, but you know, Dodgeball is a pretty good movie. A lot of memorable quotes. <laughs> Um, whatever I was saying at the time must have been <laughs> fucking hilarious because I've got John cackling. Um, but yeah, you know, I picked Dodgeball because I think it's funny. I'm not really a comedy guy, but this one does it for me. And uh, I feel like it's had a pretty outsized cultural impact for really The Bateman scenes, the, the drinking your own piss that has nothing to do with the movie, but is just so fucking funny for some well, reason. And then, uh, like the two, like, I don't know about this, uh, cotton or yeah, how yeah. old strategy <laughs> yeah yeah and then ESPN made an entire channel named after the they Ocho. did they do it once a year yeah clearly Brian and John both also thought that uh that pick had some had some cultural significance so I think that was good I thought for sure Rocky was going to get taken in sports but none of us took it Brian with a great observation uh, maybe you should have taken it if you wanted it Could we dishonorably mention, uh, just for the sake of Charlie, a uh, miracle, which none of us were ever going to take? No, we weren't, Brian, but thank you for putting it on the record that it's dishonorably mentioned. I think I'm back now. It, which is, yeah, miracle was not on my list either. One that I was actually grappling with if I was going to go serious or go go lighthearted was Ford v. Ferrari, which I actually Ooh. think is a, a sick movie. I consider um, I like that too. movie. My only issue so. with Ford v Ferrari was I was really drunk when I watched it, so I didn't really remember enough about it to know if I liked <laughs> it that much. Um, so that was another one that I was thinking, you know, oh, that could that could work for me. Um, okay, so then I have my flex left, and again, there's some really strong picks out there, um, but I'm going to tap into the Hans Zimmer score category and go a different direction, which is to pick Blade Runner 2049. That was the other movie that I was considering for um, my flex. Which I think is one of my favorite. It, it, it may be my current favorite, like, big screen sci-fi movie right now uh, until it maybe Dune 2 comes out. But yeah. it's it's very, very good. Um I like sequels that are not, you know, super tied, but like have a sort of intelligent callback to the original. I think it's probably the only way to make it really uh, compelling, especially in a movie like that. And just like the visuals and the vibe of this movie is just awesome. So, and the uh, score is like I love, another. Yeah. I love it. Um, it's 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 really good. <laughs> Jared Jared Leto was doing a little bit too much in that movie. He was, he, but he's, he's not kind of a yeah. more minor character. Yeah, but you know who else was doing the, too much, Brian? Roger Deakins. Absolutely popular. Yeah. No, that that's probably... It's between that and Dune. Both, obviously, Villeneuve movies are I'm just like most impressive visually, visual movies I've ever seen. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so, no, that's a great that, pick. And again... I do think my regret from before we started of like that there's too many strong movies out there. I absolutely feel uh, came to pass because I'm I'm leaving so much on the board that I would love to have. But yeah, that's life. No, absolutely. All right, um, I believe it's Brian. Brian. Um, my for my flex. Um, you guys won't believe how this one fit in here, um, but. 
Top Gun Maverick was scored by Hans Zimmer, and I'm taking it here. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Brian, how did you not take Parasite at any point in this draft? I, I, it was my number two choice for best picture. Best picture is um, just too deep, honestly. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, yeah, I, I mean, he could have taken it at flex, though. Parasite's a top 10 movie, but I think I, I prefer Top Gun Maverick to Parasite, I think. Really? Wow. Like, Huge I fucking, Miles Teller guy. Teller guy. I fucking love Top Gun Maverick. It's like, I, it makes me happy every time I watch it. We had a great theater experience when we went to see it that, uh, at, uh, the Phoenix what, or that, Lennox. Yeah, Lennox, yeah. Um, and it's just, I think it's probably my favorite movie since once upon a time in hollywood uh, in parasite it's very close as far as a theater experience it's definitely up there it, it needed yeah. to be watched there yeah yeah um, um yeah fun i really have no complaints i mean that's that's a hilarious pick but it's in a good way so fun fact about that movie while we were watching it gab got up like somewhere towards the beginning of the third act went to the bathroom and came back like 20 minutes later and just whispered to me i googled the whole ending i couldn't deal with it like she she <laughs> needed to know if tom cruise lived or not what what the hell she does this that constantly is, that is unhinged behavior uh-huh it's it's a top gun movie cruise is not gonna fucking die <laughs> that's what i was like I was like well if and if he was gonna die off in any movie like that one would have made a little bit of sense I but guess I like, we weren't gonna do it. It's Tom Cruise. My, Has Tom Cruise ever my, died? <laughs> my my favorite uh, one of my favorite <laughs> memories of that theater going experience is I think I was sitting next to Colin and they said we're sending you back to Top Gun and then it does the Top Gun dong. <laughs> yeah, the dong is pretty so good. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun time. All right, I'll finish it off. Looks like you have three hour left. I have because no one was going to pick it. I'm going to go with uh, The Green Mile. Oh. Which, by the way, puts me in a weird category where I somehow took two Stephen King adaptations, but it that's a good movie. That's like, I've, I've watched that more times than I was kind of expecting when I thought about it, but like, that's, I think it's... I think I've seen okay. it on cable only. Yeah, it is a big cable movie. It's a yeah. big cable movie, I've... big Hanks movie, and yeah, probably the best, uh, uh, maybe the best like actual Stephen King adaptation because he refuses to acknowledge The Shining. Well, the Shawshank Redemption, but oh uh, yeah, um, that's true. Yeah, I was pissed I couldn't take Shawshank because it didn't win because of Forrest fucking gum. But uh, I've actually, I've actually never seen The Green Mile. I think this is the most like famous beloved movie that I've like never seen yeah yeah it's good yeah it, it's good wasn't on my list but yeah. you know it's fine um, but yeah um okay so that's gonna bring us to the end of our fantasy film ball draft uh i will probably wait like 18 hours and then i'll post in the group chat a chart with the actual poll that's the way to do it i i also i did lose uh i acknowledge that now um, uh, yeah you absolutely lost for sure i did lose i lost the second i took coach carter that early but you know <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah not not sure <laughs> i took it well sooner than i should have yeah not sure that one would have been a hot commodity um but you know i think this went well i think we all had a good time um i'm going to uh read through what everyone's what everyone's picks were obviously we'll be able to see uh later on but brian took 
Goodfellas, Moneyball, Fellowship of the Ring, No Country for Old Men, The Dark Knight, The Wailing, and Top Gun Maverick. I took Wolf of Wall Street, Dodgeball, Titanic, The Departed, True Romance, Dead Snow, and Blade Runner 2049. John took Shutter Island, um, Coach Carter, uh, The Green Mile, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Interstellar, Hereditary, and The Shining. I think all good picks. Um, I guess, John, or you guys, do you have one movie that you know you want to include as an honorable mention that you weren't able to fit in? I feel like there were some, some definitely good movies out there. Um... I honestly, I think I was going to do Blade Runner uh, 2049. I'll I'll shout out. Um, I just love the fact that uh, Hans Zimmer scored Kung Fu Panda, all of the Kung Fu Panda movies. I think that that's just so fucking funny. <laughs> um, yeah, so there you go, folks. John shouting out Kung Fu Panda. Uh, I'm going to do two. For Oscar winner, I had Silence of the Lambs. Okay. Uh, which obviously is just an yeah. excellent movie. Um. And then I also had Barbarian uh, in horror, uh, which I I love um, Barbarian and Silence of the Lambs. I almost took Silence of the Lambs in horror. Yeah, Barbarian's awesome. Is it horror? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So for um, this could work for Best Picture or Three Plus Hours. Um. And it's a movie I don't think a lot of people have seen is Amadeus, which is about Mozart. And it's just an awesome movie. It's really funny. It's like, um, and the music scenes are amazing. And because Colin got to pick two um, honorable mentions in horror, I also wanted to shout out It Follows. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's, I think that's, that's also a really good one. All right. So that is going to wrap us up for the inaugural uh movie movie draft here um and yeah i will almost certainly not be watching amadeus that that i can say no no it's like it's not it's not it just trust me like if i would that's like a movie that i think everyone likes when they watch it um so i'm not gonna that's that's like a plant my flag you will like it if you watch it movie all right, all right. Well, Brian has firmly planted his flag yeah. um, yeah. on the Amadeus, Amadeus Hill. Uh, so, yeah, we will get that poll out for everyone to yeah. get their votes in. Mm-hmm. And um, hopefully we'll find out whether or not Brian or I uh, I won uh, soon enough. I could come out of nowhere, guys. My Coach Carter heads are going to just come out of the woodwork. Yeah, we know those are numerous. <laughs> John? inception was the other one i was debating (laughs) uh brian any any last words for the pod no just hope that i don't get my ass clapped by mike too badly this week well yeah that's that's gonna be tough um well best wishes brian and uh with that we will conclude the fantasy film ball draft and move on to our next segment back it up if i back it up is it fat enough when I throw it back, is it fast enough? If I speed it up, then you hit it back. You ain't ready for this work now. Watch me throw it, throw it back, throw it back, 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 throw it back. All right. Uh, thank you, Brian, uh, for your participation in that 
completely novel and original segment. <laughs> yeah. Um, no I think one's ever was, heard think, of that before. I think it was fun. Uh, and we got to have Brian in hopefully his wheelhouse. Uh, oh, yeah. And hopefully the audio uh, is, can be reconciled, given the number yeah. of technical issues that we had during that particular interview. So they were you know, myriad. If you didn't hear a segment yeah. and you just heard the transition and then this part, it means something went catastrophic. <laughs> I've honestly, we have on so many occasions been like, Man, I, like, I guess maybe because I've edited a lot of these, like, it's been like, okay, if this doesn't go through, we're just not including it. <laughs> but it hasn't yet actually happened where it's yeah. just like, I've had to go on and just be like, so um, there's just not a segment here because it got deleted. And then just like, that's the whole thing. Maybe this yeah. will be the first time. Yeah, so hopefully uh, we are coming back from 40 minutes of uh, of cinematic enjoyment and we are. Well, going... I got shit pumped, so I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you got you got dominated. I um, did, but we're going to give you a chance for redemption, John. Yeah, uh, because in this segment, which we've called "Back It Up," uh, I'm going to have you do a little blind ranking of all the backup quarterbacks that played last week. Oh, okay. So, so here's what we what I did. I took all, right. all of the backup quarterbacks that played. More than 10 snaps for right. their team. And um, what I'm going to do is I'm going – I randomized their order in this list. Okay. And I'm going to read you a name, and you're going to tell me where they ranked on the day in, in QB efficiency. So I use oh, okay. Like, I use, like, a PFF measurement to – I'm fine with that, like yeah. QB efficiency. So there is a correct – like this isn't an opinion base. This yes, is there is loosely a correct speaking ranking. correct. I okay. also included in this list season like sort of like longer term backups, but they're still backups. So you right. had some there backups still that starting. came in. It's just any backup quarterback that played eleven snaps. Right, like, Zach and, Wilson, like yes. being the, probably the prime example. Yep. So how many are there? There total? are eight. Ooh, so a quarter of the lot. league had backups playing meaningful snaps. All right. Uh, I don't no yeah i think there were only eight i did check the list twice if anyone knows of a backup that i don't list here uh feel free to reach out to me and, i'm just and curious me... to see where i'm going to get to put brian hoyer yeah i am too okay so so the thing that's tricky is right right once you use a spot you can't use it again mm -hmm. um so i'm going to go in order of my randomized list and actually right. the the very first name that comes up is tyrod taylor tyrod taylor so I, my instinct is Tyrod's definitely towards the top because obviously the game management situation notwithstanding, which like part of that, it does have to fall on the coaching staff of why the fuck did you like put any sort of alert in there that would have let him run the exactly. football? Exactly. Don't, don't give him that option, right? Don't give any, like even, I know he's like a 10 year veteran. Don't give anyone that option. Yeah, I agree. Um, so take that part out. He played a, a really clean game. He did a lot. Again, the nice part about a backup is you kind of get to compare it against like, okay, like what did the starter do with this and what did this guy get to do? If it's um, similar, it's like, yeah, it's probably pretty good. It's probably, yeah. Uh, whereas Tyrod did better. Um, so I'm going to put Tyrod. I don't know if anyone did better than he did. I don't know all the backups to play this weekend. I'm going to go with two to be safe. Okay. Tyrod at two. The number two person on this list is Tyson Bajant. 
Oh, wait, I saw this. Wait, who was he? <laughs> Came in for Justin Fields. Justin played, Fields. I was going to say. 18 snaps. Where do you got? Where you got Bajan? I was actually going to send this message where I was like, I did not realize that the Bears were so all in on Justin Fields that they just didn't sign a backup quarterback, no, apparently. They didn't. That's a wide receiver name. <laughs> that is a wide receiver name. Also, you have a running quarterback. Like, he's going to get injured at some point. He was injured all last year. I think Whatever. they just don't care. Anyway, Bajan, where, are you, where, are you, where are you slotting in Tyson? Bajan, I mean, obviously this is a supporting cast at you too, but you got to put Bajan at eight. There's no Okay, Bajan going in at eight. Um, all right, uh, next up is Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson actually had like a decent game. Like, obviously this was dissimilar to the Brown situation where he got carried pretty, yeah. pretty bad by his defense. He got carried pretty hard. He got carried pretty hard, but he had, for him, a pretty decent game. He wasn't missing wide-open guys as much as he usually was. I'm going to put Zach Wilson at four. At four? Okay. Um, Next up is Gardner Minshew. G. Minshew. Gardner Minshew. I don't remember if they won or lost. I know he played the most plays, which is interesting. Uh. He ran, he ran 63 plays, which was... That was a kind of high-scoring game. I'm not really shocked about yeah, that. Yeah, it was a high-scoring, but yeah. I'm going to go yeah. with... I mean, he's kind of the the platonic ideal of a backup quarterback. I'm going to go with Gardner Minshew at one. One, okay. Gardner at one. Uh, next up is Malik Willis, who came in for Tannehill. <laughs> God. Only because I know Brian Hoyer's somewhere on this list is he not going seven. I'm going to go with Malik Willis at six. Okay. Malik Willis is at six. Uh, at... Uh, the sixth quarterback listed is Josh Dobbs, who is the I'm calling him a backup because of Kyler is Kyler is theoretically play again. If Kyler came back, he's the he's the backup quarterback exactly. Like he's not quarterback one on that roster. I'll give I don't know how he played this week, but I'll give Dobbs third. Third, okay. Uh, next is PJ Walker, who I actually feel okay about this. I'll give PJ Walker five. That's fine with me. Five, okay. And then Brian Hoyer. Brian Last Hoyer up. comes in at seven, and I I gamed that perfectly. Okay. <laughs> Brian Hoyer at seven. Uh, I will. So John ranked uh, his John's rank from best to worst went Minshew, Tarad, Dobbs, uh, Zach Wilson, PJ Walker, Malik Willis, Brian Hoyer. And then Tyson Bajan. <laughs> Incredibly, John, the real rank number one, Brian Hoyer. <laughs> <laughs> number two, Malik Willis. Oh my God. Number three, Tarad. Four, Bajan. Five, no, Bajan. no, no, no. Bajan was four. four. He didn't play. He barely played any plays. So yeah. part of it, uh, Minshew's five. Wilson is six, Dobbs is seven, and PJ Walker was eighth in PJ this. PJ Walker was, this, which is there was the reason. So what I did was I calculated <laughs> how how different you were uh-huh. on every pick, and you were an average of three point five spots off. Um, incredibly, I also did some math on what the how far it was physically yeah. possible. What's the to theoretical be maximum it was around four. I was gonna say I couldn't have been much further off, and I was um, which is. Kind of the reason why I wanted to do this is because I I pulled down these ranks and I was like Brian Hoyer one overall. Uh, it 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 helps all. Generally speaking, the more plays that these people ran, the worse their efficiency was because that makes they're sense. all bad. 
at their job. <laughs> so the more chances None they have, of them to are add, good. the worse that the worse it is. Um, Gardner Minshew is at to your point. He is almost the platonic idea. He is because his efficiency was almost exactly zero point zero. It was zero point zero zero two, which basically means he's the ideal of someone who is he neither is. good nor bad. When we talk about war, he is the R. He yes. is. <laughs> so uh, I thought that was just kind of funny. So yeah, John, standard deviation from the correct pick, 3.5. That is absolutely <laughs> stunning that Malik Willis was number two. Yeah. Like I said, Hoyer and Willis combined ran uh, 26 plays, and Gardner Minshew ran 63. So, like, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, I was just, it's kind of ridiculous, but I, I was mostly, yeah, these are the people playing in the league right now. These are, uh, like you said, a quarter of the league or a third of the league. Um, or, no, yeah, quarter. All right. I can't do math. So that was back it up. That was a quick one. Uh, but we know we just absolutely lobbed a hand grenade of 40 minutes of movie stuff in there. So keep it I'm short. I'm still recovering from Bajant, Bajant at, at, at fourth. Four. I can't. I just... Like the Bears are so bad. The notion that he was even allowed to like not be sacked on a single play is I will say to me. earlier in this podcast when you said how you weren't gonna pick anyone up, I was like, Oh, I, I didn't even I forgot to look uh to put in my defense claim because I do that every week and then I right. saw the defense that I had is playing the Bears and I was like, Oh nice. I no, I'm just <laughs> don't need to worry about that this week. Um All right. Uh we are so that was back it up. We're now mm-hmm. going to move it on to our final segment, which is, as always, our predictions. I can see the future! We're back, Colin. We're back. Uh, I put up last week a 6-0 and Big Burger. Uh, absolutely rallied. I varied from John on two games. Uh, one was both. the Alex set, uh, upset, and one I believe was Scott beating Charlie. Maybe uh, or no, it was no, your, it was me. It was your yeah. game. You picked yourself, which uh, was I technically think. an upset, I suppose. Yeah, so, so now the season standings have Charlie at fifteen and nine, John at fourteen and sixteen, and me at eleven and seven. Meaning that if I go four and two today, I will match. Charlie's uh Charlie's record going into Absolutely his incredible. return. Um which is really an all-time rally. Um <laughs> it was looking bleak, but but it, we're here. I mean, um we literally went into that last like round of picks and we were like we are trying for the first time ever we are trying to get these right and not make them interesting. Like we are yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um so Let's see if we can keep the train rolling. Yeah. Uh, I have the order sort of arbitrarily listed here as how it appears on my screen when I open the app, uh, which means that we will lead off with my game, which is me versus Zach. Hard to evaluate currently by projection because Zach doesn't have a defense or a kicker, um, (laughs) but I believe I will be projected to win still by, by a couple points. And I am going to pick myself for no other reason than I absolutely have to win this game. You do. You also, I mean, Madison against the Niners isn't good, but everyone else. I should be able to score points as I should be able to every week. Whether or not that actually happens is. Yeah. Um, I honestly, I think I might 
pick you as well. I, I don't love Zach's matchups. I mean, Roshan Johnson should actually play this week, which is good for Zach. Um, obviously, we get the, the vaunted cup versus Nakua matchup that we've all been waiting for. We, um, we'd love to see those guys go head to head. Um, but yeah, apart from that, it's just like Rashad White's underwhelmed for a while now, and Zach does not have a replacement for him unless he wants to ride the Zeke train again. So, yeah, I just don't... Again, this is what we've been saying the whole year. Zach's team is thin. and yeah. He's scraping uh, them together, and you know what? More power to him, but... Uh, he is, and he might do it again this week, but I, I do, on balance, I like your healthy team more than Zach's banged-up team. Yep. All right, so we both took me. Uh, next matchup up is Gary and Ben... Gary, Man. Kyrie Kill is projected for 24.3 points shit. against the Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles, which who are banged up in the secondary, but like, Jesus Christ. And I mean, the question is, is that even an undershot? Um, I, th- I think that, I think Ben will have the horses here. Um, it does look like he's going to have to start some sort of, um, he's gonna have to start Cam Akers, Antonio or, Gibson, or Kenny Gainwell, or or Cole Komet and go two tight ends. Cole Komet has the highest projection. Well, I'm just saying he doesn't have Tajay Spear. Does he have another? No, he doesn't. Oh, he doesn't even have one. He does not have a running back in right now. Which, uh, by the way, says something about Ben in terms of Ben is currently projected to win this game without a running back. That's true. That is a, a good observation. Um. <laughs> Gary does have Pollard on by um, and Higgins and Higgins out as well. Yeah, um, and he's he's starting born. JSN has not really Ben done will be much. picking up some sort of running back. It'll probably be basically dead meat. But yeah, I don't know if it's gonna be I'm worse gonna, than I'm gonna pick Ben here just to rally because I think I think that that will work out for me. I yeah. I want <laughs> sorry. I want to pick Gary. But I can't. I, I'm innocent. Like, I literally, it's just bizarre with Gary because it's like Pacheco and Hill. Wow, that looks really great. And then I like none of the rest of it. So I'm, I have to go with Ben as well. All right. Starting out rough. John yeah, I don't like no variance here. Uh, I'll pick the next one first also to avoid uh, <laughs> accusations. Oh, sorry. Me versus, oh, fuck me. It's you versus Alex. I'm not even, uh, Alex is in a, class above at this point i just yeah i can't i can't pick myself there's just no way to do that no, and have it be right so i'm never also mind. going down and putting in mike uh we're not even going to talk about mike's game i'm just filling him in now you can do that for me too so we'll see <laughs> these last two games by the way if, mike is playing brian just so everyone is aware of the mike matchup. is playing um, brian which but... in theory is decently competitive but it's just, okay it's not going to be john i will let you go first on this one and then i will pick the opposite team all right, Scott versus uh, Chuck. Um, I think so I'd Chuck. rather pick. Uh, I think I'd rather pick Scott. So, but I'm definitely whatever. leaning Chuck, so that works out fine. Okay, perfect. So I'm going to take Scott, and John is going to take Chuck. Um, just looking at the teams, I think that 
I, I like having AJ Brown in a game against the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's potential for an absolute explosion. Mm-hmm. His quarterback situation still threatens to hamstring him any given week. He currently has Deshaun in there. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Um, and he's one of the few people for whom the dual tight end is actually a valid strategy. Uh, it's Scott best currently play. is rostering the tight end two and the tight end three. So, yeah. Uh, pretty good stuff from him there. Charlie trade one of those does have the edge on most of the matchups, at least per ESPN. But uh, he's sort of a prove it to me team right now, and you know I need to see it first. That's fair. I do think I sort of suspect that Kareem Hunt is going to continue to get more touches. That's fair. That does seem to be where it's like. So I think eight's kind of an under projection. Um, and to your point about AJ Brown, he does have Devonte Smith, which in a shootout like. You would definitely rather have AJ Brown, but Devontae Smith's going to get targets, it so could, it I, could work out. Yeah, um, I think it's going to be. Um, it, it, this is going to be closer than it probably should be. Um, I could also see for Charlie that the Browns D against Gardner Minshew could end up with could be a fifteen big game. to twenty points. Yeah, um, so that could be the difference. But out of principle, I'm just going to stick with Scott. And, That's fair. Uh, we'll go with that, and then we have Kyle versus Paul. Well, damn. Ugh. This is, uh, I don't want to pick this. All right, maybe we need to go back and build in more variants. Maybe, I might need to. Maybe we just do say that we're we're trying to build a wall against Charlie here. Yeah, no, I'll pick a come... different team. I'll pick uh, Zach in the UN-Zach okay. matchup. So John is going to flip to Zach. That was another very close matchup, um, so I think that's pretty reasonable. Oh, I just... Yeah. <laughs> you switched both of us to Zach. That's fine. Yeah. Um... um... I'll take. We're both taking Paul. He's he's just in so much of a better spot. Kyle's got some buys, and uh, his and team is already bad. Independently bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're gonna go with uh, we're gonna go with Paul there. So we Listen, had. I took myself, Ben, Alex, Scott, Paul, and Mike, and you took Zach, Ben, Alex, Chuck, Paul, and Mike, and we'll hope that. Both of us go over 500 again. If we get out another 6042, that'd be fine with me. That'd be perfect. Yeah. I just, I think the only thing standing between me and the low scoring record might be Kyle at this point because there is, there's not a lot. It certainly be, it is a somewhat of a security blanket if you do reach the, the era where it's time to roll in the tanks to know that the opponent that you have to build to beat is relatively lasted as well struggling uh, on a similar plane (laughs) who did beat me head to head so what can you do about that but um, he's definitely better currently uh but we'll see what happens long term we'll see after i trade away all my good players (laughs) (laughs) hey maybe you just need some new faces i think i might yeah doors open people come on in (laughs) everyone everyone hit the floodgates um how paul hasn't texted me yet i truly don't know that is impressive that is impressive um all right that's all we had this will end up being incredibly long so uh i'm gonna wrap it up there john any parting thoughts um no i'll let everyone know what dinner is (laughs) after this i'll uh keep everybody updated um and god willing i don't have to do another ice uh here next week all right, and because we don't really know how to do it the other way, I'm gonna you you have to do the sign I'll off. sign off for right. Yeah, yeah otherwise, okay. Otherwise, we're gonna be in, in sitting in silence for ten minutes. Real trouble.
Um, yeah, so we'll uh, see you guys all back here next week. Um, before we sign off, I'll just say fuck Zencaster and everything that it stands for, and I hope it burns to the ground as a platform. Totally. Um, but until you hear from us again, peace.
say